What's wrong with my accent? I think you're. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll get used to it anyway. It'll be fine. Yeah, I've just been sat here just typing out stuff like, um, basically, how, how the fuck do we get everyone offline? You know, we're, we are stuck in a time now, aren't we, where every single person's on it. Everyone. And, you know, I don't think people understand how they're doing it or why they're doing it. Um, I think it's the attraction of the couch, isn't it? Really. You know, if you're sat, all, you know, sat in work all day and you're on a an uncomfy fucking hard plastic chair and your arse is starting to fucking feel it. You know, the, the one thing you think about is getting home, getting on that couch, fucking having a bit of comfort. And, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone's in a rush when you when you see them in the street or you, you see them at work when they're clocking off. I mean, they're just they're running through the door, they can't stop for two minutes, just have a little conversation and... Even when you pass people outside at the shop, it's just quick, short conversations. They're like, hey, you okay? Yeah, yeah. And that's it, done. You don't speak to me again for a few more weeks or whatever until you next see him. Just imagine you took five minutes just to stop and talk and say, you know, how are you finding things? You know, what's, what's going on? Do you need any help? You, you could actually build decent fucking relationships with people um, in, in a couple of minutes, you know, rather than the, the small talk, which is, as you say, is bullshit. We ate it. But you know what? What happens when we do get home? I mean, homes. What? What do we call it? Um, security, protection. Feel safe. It's the safest. That's the safest place in the world, really, isn't it? Our castle. As the uh, as my granddad would have said, that was his castle, like. Um, yeah, and we love it. That's what we, that's what we crave. And we we want to get there as quick as possible and. And when we sit down, relax and feel happy. What do, what, what do we have in front of us when we're sitting on the couch? Like it's the TV. And then I've, I've found the TV is, is what fucks people up. You know, we've got too much fucking shit to choose from on it. We've got the sports, films, music, um, reality fucking dating shit where you put 20 idiots on an island and watch them fuck each other and people love it. I mean, what the fuck? What's going on? Um, and, and, and then obviously you've got the news every hour bulleting through. You know, more people are dead and more people are, you know, you know what the news is like, bullshit. Um, but the, the mad thing is with the TV now, there's, there's so much stuff on it that every single person on the planet can be can be sucked in, like whether you're a kid, whether you're a, an adult or teenager, even an old person. I mean, so much shit that we can sit there for hours and hours and hours and days at a time. As you say, with your your Sunday binges when you're hungover. But people want to do that all day, every day, from like the minute you get home. Um. It's a trap, isn't it? I'm just going off the top of my head here. I've not really typed much out, but I'm going to carry on from the, the trap. Uh, what is what is the trap? I mean, what we see on that TV, whether we pick a film or, you know, the reality shit, we're seeing people with a perfect life. You know, they've got the Hollywood, 
husbands and wives, uh, perfect family situations, and we all look at it and go, I want it. That's that's me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be that person. I want that. And then five minutes later, we t- we tune into Hollyoaks, don't we? Or you know, the, the reality thing, the, the, that that Love Island thing, just sums it up perfectly. I mean, p- p- people are going off pure physical attraction. They're retarded to fuck. They can't hold a decent conversation. And then, you know, when when they they hear things they don't want to hear, or somebody tells them something that doesn't sad of how they think or what they agree with they just go right well i'm going to drop you and find somebody who ticks the boxes that i need in this exact moment and then five minutes down the line somebody else will say something and you think hang on they might actually be better and people can't just be satisfied with you know (laughs) you know a healthy debate I mean, it's it's fine to have disagreements with people, but it doesn't mean you have to cut them off because, uh, you know, they don't tick every single box you've got in your little perfect Hollywood mentality. Um, do you know what? I should be typing this out, really. It's, it's kind of making sense. But, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah we, we, we see just dramas, like, you know, soap operas that people are, are, are watching from a young age with the parents, like Croatian Street, Hollyoaks and that. They've noticed they've gone over the last 10, 15 years in, into storylines where people are cheating on each other and everything's been done on the sly. And people, you know, whether they like it or not, they're, uh, they're buying into it, you know. And then, when, you know, what happens when you get halfway through an episode of that that you can't get enough of? You get your adverts. You know, you have models coming on, advertising products that make us think, oh, we need this essential thing in our life. You know, whether it's the fucking Subway sandwiches that are going to make you into an athlete or some, you know, beauty cream that's going to make you look like you've just walked out of a fucking, um, uh, you know, something. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, we end up thinking, right, if we get these things, we'll be happy, we'll have this perfect life. And what do we end up with, really? It's fucking debt. You know, people are getting credit so easy now that they can't really can't really work for anything anymore. They want it, they just go, right, I'll, I'll get it. Um, I'll worry about paying for it later in the future because I've got a safe job, I've got a safe wage, I can afford to do it. But then you come off for work the next day, put the TV on. There's another product to buy. There's another product that's going to make you perfect. And you go after that, you go after that. And then you haven't got any fucking money. You know, you're in debt. Yeah. And, and that's where your mental health issues start kicking in then. Because you're trapped in a situation that is a lie. And I find, obviously, with us, we're constantly on the go now. We're living 24-7 lifestyles with shift patterns and, you know, stuff that isn't, isn't a routine. And, obviously, when you're out of a routine, you're out of sync. And as you say there, you do, you need some kind of, some escape, some kind of comfort. And that's that's where the the mobile phone comes in, really. You know, you, you're constantly on the go to be entertained, whether it's by a TV show, a podcast, or you know something to even just switch off from, just something to escape having a conversation with a normal person in the street. You know, I don't know why we fear it. I don't get it. Um, you know, we just want to be left alone to, to to listen exactly to what we want to hear, and we don't we don't want to be 
put in a, in a situation where we don't we're, we're stuck with somebody we don't agree with because we're not in our safe place, are we? And that's that's exactly what the social media thing is all about, the, uh, the safe place. I mean, you can customise everything you see on there now. You can cut, you know, you can hide people that you, you tell you stuff you don't want to hear, or you know, you can you can see more of the amazing lifestyles that people are living. I mean, you look at the last person who took a picture on a beach. I mean, you look at that and you think, "Wow, I'd love to be there right now." But then that person who sat on the beach, who took that picture, is probably surrounded by loads of kids running around or people pestering to, you know, buy this watch. Um, you know, the lucky, lucky men. And, you know, you're probably not getting, you know, you're getting aeroplanes flying over your head, uh, you know, car noise. It's not, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, there is beaches out there that you can just lie on in absolute comfort and, and, and relaxation, but they're not with the brochures sell you. And the people who are sat there on that beach at that time are probably looking on their phone at a celebrity who's got a private island and they're thinking, I want to go to that private island. I mean, they're not satisfied with where they sat right there, right then. And that's sad. I mean, that's 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 not an escape. You've paid a lot of money to get somewhere, to, to get you away from this crazy lifestyle. Yet you're watching what's going on back at home and you're watching what other people are doing rather than enjoying what you're doing there and them. Yeah, it's that's that's where the that's where the depression's coming in. Because you just you know, what's the point in having pleasures in life if you can't be satisfied by them? It just doesn't make any sense, does it? Like that that initial craving of the couch has now turned into well your entertainment years ago it used to be go home, watch it on the couch, but now we live in a time where everyone's walking around with this mobile phone in their hand, glued to them. You know, and there's so much stuff on there. I mean, I, I do enjoy myself, obviously, listening to, to podcasts and, you know, the way people think, the way people work. And I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I will put my headphones in when I'm going for a jog and I listen to stuff like that. But I, I enjoy doing it. I mean, I'm, being, I'm, I'm doing something positive at the same time. I'm not just sat still. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm being active. And that's that's what we need to be doing more. We need to be active more. Um, I do feel like leaving the you know leaving the phone at home. I mean, I should really do that, but at the same time, we, we are. Well, I feel like I'm stuck for time. Obviously, I'm trying to balance work with you know seeing my son and stuff like that. So I'll try and do two things at once as much as possible. Uh, but if I can pick something that I'm listening to that makes me feel and think in a positive way and I'm doing a positive activity, then that's that's, that's going to work for me personally. And I think um, the less time you spend on social media, the more time you can you can do. You know, I mean, there's sometimes I can wake up in the morning and I think, oh, I've got another hour left to get out of bed yet. The first thing I'll do is reach for the phone, pick it up. Sometimes I can sit there just scrolling through, you know, emails or, or even the news feeds and stuff like that. I go through Twitter and then I think, what the fuck am I doing? 
I don't need it. I'm not interested in what everyone else is up to. I have to get up. Make some food, have a coffee. Do something productive. Um, I mean, this morning I'm just sitting here in the sun on the balcony. Watching all the world go by and putting all my thoughts into my laptop and into here. But it's been in the moment. I enjoy it. You know, I've, I've nothing that... You know, there's nowhere else I need to be right now. Yeah, the, the danger of the social media thing is, is what, yeah, what, what you're pointing out. That we, we only put on what we want people to see. Um, and we, we want to fit in into this perfect world where you know, nobody can make a mistake anymore. I mean, I, I see, you know, videos and stuff online of of young people in shops, for example, who uh, who've been filmed by by customers, and you know, if they say the wrong thing, there's outrage. There's there's, there's people demanding, well, they shouldn't be doing that job, sack them. And I mean, what 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 do we gain from it? What what do we gain from sacking somebody for making a mistake, or you know, punishing somebody for making a mistake? Not learning nothing from it. And I think, you know, that that's that's fitting into the the perfection again, where like everything has to be the way we want it to run and there's no room for human error anymore but human error is what is what makes us I mean you've got to go through a lot of failures or you know a few failures anyway to understand right I did something wrong there I need to I need to maybe do differently in a fit you know in another situation but that's what education is and you know we we need it We've got to understand that perfection is a myth. I mean, we can live in perfect moments, yeah. But, as I've just said before, they're not sustainable all day, every day. Which is somehow, you know, the way we've come to think we should be. Everything has to be perfect from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed. And that's crazy. It is, it's just fucking mental. I think another problem we've got is you're either right or you're wrong. There's no there's no middle ground. There's no way to discuss stuff. I mean, you only have to log into Facebook for five minutes. And I've noticed this myself by putting stuff on that I strongly agree with. Um, and, you know, people look at it and go, yeah, yeah, you know, well, there's nothing we can do about it, so I'm just going to fucking keep my mouth shut. But then... The only people who will comment are the people who want to disagree with you, you know. Well, I don't think this, I don't think that, um, you know, what about this, what about that? I'm open to discussion on, on anything that I post on, on my uh, on social media. And I never get asked any questions on there, that's the thing what annoys me the most. It's just like, you're wrong. I think, all right, well, if I'm wrong, tell me why I'm wrong and, and why you believe that I'm wrong. Don't just tell me that and then fuck off somewhere. You know, or, or ask me why do I believe this way or why do I think this way. I've probably spent five, six, seven years now understanding, you know, what what's going on and why people behave the way they do. Because I noticed that, you know, obviously... Being in a, in a relationship and trying to work out, you know, what what went wrong in it. 
and it, it, it came down to effectively being with somebody who was a couch potato. You believed, you know, perfection should be all day, every day. Um, you know, if if you love me, then you should be provided with this, that, and the other. Whenever I want it, whenever I ask for it, so it's a princess treatment, really. And I think that's come from somebody who grew up in a single parent family um, and, and had everything that they wanted given to them on a plate. I mean, you take that from a child and you turn into an adult with the same mentality. I mean, you can, you're never going to be satisfied, ever. There's always going to be something else that you want or you need. You know, to feel happy in that moment. And if you need somebody else to provide that for you, all the time, you know, it's going to get to a point where they say, I, I can't do it anymore. You know, it's, I can't afford to, you know, provide this, provide that. Well, I'm still paying off all the other stuff that you wanted weeks before, months before. You know, and if, if you're with somebody who's in that, you know, that mindset, it can fuck you up. It really can. Um, there's, there's no way. You know, you're gaining anything from it at all, apart from trying to put a smile on someone's face. That's never going to smile. And I believe that, that that mentality is in a lot of people now. And social media is creating that mentality and making it even worse. Because we're, we're logging in and we're seeing our, our friends who are in new happy relationships. Everything's what I'd call the honeymoon period. Uh, you know, them first few months you meet somebody, the effort that goes in. Is, is a lot more than what it would be if you've been with them for three or four years because you're still trying to gain their their trust, win them over. But I mean, after a while, if, if that person can't see you're interested or you're keen or you respect them or you're happy around them and they keep needing materialistic stuff to basically stay with you. Um, I mean, these are danger signs that once you've gone through it once, you spot it instantly on, on anybody else that you meet along the way. And, you know, people you talk to, you just get you just get it off them instantly. And I don't I don't think there's many people around anymore who would be happy to go. Do you know what? I don't, I don't need the social media shit. I can, I can live in the moment. I'm happy with it. Or I can work towards something that I really want. I can save up. I can be patient. Well, I don't know. This is where the whole Russian thing comes in where we want to rush to get home. We want to rush into everything. We want to rush into relationships. We want to rush into marriage. We want to rush to die, which is effectively what we're doing. I mean, since you, since you, you, you ditch your phone and, you know, leave it home for a, a while, or even do what I did for a couple of years and, and go on to the old Nokias, you know, I was, I, was, I was using one of them, like 2015, 2016, 2017. It was great. You know, I sat in pubs and... And spoke to people and I wasn't you know permanently distracted it wasn't beeping every two minutes I wasn't getting notifications coming through about stuff that I wasn't particularly you know it didn't concern me in that moment because in that moment I was sat with some friends having a beer talking you know building up positive relationships positive friendships and stuff like that and, you know, some of the conversations I've got myself into with people over the last five, six, seven years, you don't want them to end. You can just sit there and you can learn so much stuff when you're not looking for an escape 
or looking for a way of you know getting back on that couch in my comfort zone. You make your comfort zones yourself with the people that you, you talk to. I think that's what we need to be doing, really. You know, ditching these phones and just stopping in the street for you know a couple of minutes, just just to just to talk about anything, just just get the ball rolling with any subject. I mean, at the minute, this this mask thing and this this virus going round, um, what the flu, even going round. You know, it's 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 something to start a conversation with. It's something to, to build from. I don't know whether it's because I'm in a town where I don't really know anybody and. That, that might not help, but there is people out there, though, who I've, I've met over the last few years who are happy to, you know, stand and talk. And from the outside world, looking in on somebody's social media page, I, I understand completely that people look at me and go, he's mental, he's not right. But then when, when people actually stop and listen to me and talk and I ask them questions and get them to think as well, you know, the smiles are back on people's faces and it's like, yeah, there's, there's something there's positive here, there's something to work with, something to build on. But again, you've, you've got you've got to find, you can't just disregard people because they, they disagree or they, you know, they think in a different way to the way you think. But that's what, that's what humans are, that's what we do. I think you know, if we spent more time trying to, to speak to each other rather than spending more time watching documentaries and reality bullshit. I think we'd all realise we're in the same position. We're all we're all wanting to be happy. I think that's that's my message I'm trying to get out really. So yeah. Thanks for listening.